Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I remember at 15 Googling how to mute just the girl during porn. Like mute just her voice? Yeah, because I was like, I don't want to hear your screaming. Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast. I'm Eric Williams and Huli Canudi. Is this universe feeling fooked? Oop. I mean, there's so much going on, but I think the headline is that the White Lotus is coming back for season two with a different cast in a different location. It's like, hello, how many White Lodi are there? If they don't bring Jennifer Coolidge back, I f- Let's just say I'm going to buy a whole lot more gravity blankets. And let's just say I might not wake up in the morning. (laughs) That's dark. That's dark. Um, Speaking of dark, I did want to give an update with the segment I have previously called Me, Myself, and SSRI. However, let's punch it up with a little intro music. Me, Myself, and SSRI. (laughs) Are you gagged? I feel like it's a Lady Gaga song. Um, the SSRI update of it all is that I am officially off of Zoli. I am on Lexi, our girl Lexi. <laughs> uh, but I've only been on Lexapro for a couple weeks, and so I have an appointment this coming uh, Thursday, so tomorrow. And I'm actually feeling like this is going to work. I, you know, I'm not like feeling totally different but i just from what i've heard and from what i feel in my gut once i go up on a dosage uh starting this week um i'm gonna start to feel uh, a difference and i'm only on 10 millis right now so come on lexi do your thing girl but speaking of doing your thing oh do we have uh, one of my favorite guests of all time on? We do. And does he deliver? He does. It is Fat Carrie Bradshaw, uh, Chris Burns, you might know him by. He is undoubtedly one of my favorite people on the internet. An incredible follow. You've probably seen his videos for Betches. Um, but if you don't follow him, it's Fat Carrie Bradshaw. We talk about so many incredible things in this episode that I didn't realize I could feel so seen by. Like some of the things, I'm sure you heard in that teaser about a little porn moment. Some, you know, a little little teaser, spoiler, there are some sexual comparisons from growing up that really are (laughs) eye-opening. And I will also say that another teaser is that the first official bonus episode for the Patreon is going to be up in the next week. It's called This Week's Fight with matthew my uh, dear husband so uh we've realized that why keep it to one fight when we can cover a few fights in one episode because god knows there are a few to choose from because listen we've got a lot of big life changes happening right now and that's another plug to join the patreon because i'm going to be given some exclusive updates and uh funny moments that i feel more comfortable telling a smaller group of people so of course that link is in the show notes but my friends listen up happy you're here tell a friend if you like this episode and uh here's chris burns fat carrie bradshaw I know you know this because probably every person says they've been following you for years, but do you, uh, I've been following you for years, and the fact that you are here is kind of a big deal for me. Oh my god, thank you so much. That's so nice. I'm such a piece of trash, so when I hear <laughs> things like that, I'm like, 
Oh, I can't wait to disappoint you in the next hour. Well, that's the thing, though, is that you can't and you haven't and you won't because I got to record, obviously, our friend Remy Casimir's How Come podcast with you. And that was kind of like when she told me that you were going to be on the episode, too. I was like, oh, shit, this is the big leagues. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I was a kismet. I think we had a great gay conversation over there. I really agree with you on that. I, I, I really do. Um, I was actually just before you logged into this, I was looking on my phone. Did you see the Adam Driver picture for Burberry? Okay. I think I saw it in somebody's Instagram story. Hold up your phone. I'm going to hold up my phone. Okay. Wait. Just he, So he <laughs> is literally shirtless on a horse. Oh my God. I have to go. I have to go buy Burberry right now. And by Burberry, you mean silicone lube. I mean, it's what just like... What is that? <laughs> he looks like... And here's the thing. I'm not like every day like, mm, Adam Driver. But like in this moment, I'm like, mm, Adam Driver. Like, look at yeah. that. No, I'm very much someone that's like Adam Driver. But then if Adam Driver and I were in the same room, I would be like, I've always been such a huge fan of yours. <laughs> and if you ever want to test your boundaries... Um, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, to, to do that, he's such a serious actor. I'm sure that he would probably love to like see how bisexuality felt for either right? I was gonna just say the experience. I feel like if he didn't, I would be like, "You're kind of a fraud," like in your <laughs> acting. And then he'd be like, "You're right." That was him playing Batman. That yeah, yeah, he's the he's gay Batman. Oh my god! I mean, just like the pecs, the and that's the thing is like I don't day-to-day be like i want a guy with pecs and abs but when you see it in this gorgeous burberry lighting with his long hair and is like you're just like yeah that you're a greek god he's like the new the new fabio yeah he's fabio but like if fabio was like not fabio right but like like to what our parents like fabio was to our parents this photo of adam driver that's what i'm being served and it's I agree where I'm like, oh my God, I would never list my type as a man who rides a horse shirtless <laughs> on a beach. But if one were to present itself, I, I think I, that would become my type very quickly. Oh yeah. My new type is, as of this moment, a Burberry ad. Um, do you, <laughs> have you ever, are you like a camp girl? Have you gone horseback riding before? I'm actually like a big camp girl. I have gone horseback riding I really love like the woods to to this day, surprisingly, but I haven't gone horseback riding in in a bit. I mean, honestly, it scares me now as I'm an adult because there are I've seen enough Real Housewives episodes where people get bucked off those horses and camels that I don't know. I I don't want that truth. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, if I go out by horse, wouldn't that be the gag? Uh, like. <laughs> wait he went out doing what he tried a few times riding a horse <laughs> what he tried a few times i mean i always say like the way i'm gonna die is to be like checking someone out while i'm crossing a street like i'm sure of it yeah it's gonna be something stupid i i feel like it's gonna be something embarrassing or i tried um dabbing like dabbing weed for the first time oh i thought you meant like the dance move what's dabbing weed it's like, okay, so it's like wax, I guess. And then you have to like heat up the, the, the weed pipe and then it like hits this thing. And I had never done it. I, I'm a, a big weed guy. Okay. So like, I was like, I have to try this. It was at a bachelorette party. So I was like, I can't not do this. But the second I did it, my life flashed before my <laughs> eyes. I don't know what it, it like hit my throat and I ran into the bathroom and like, this is very graphic, but I like threw off and then my throat closed. <gasps> and I literally was like, <gasps> for like probably 30, like 10 seconds, but it felt like forever as my life is flashing. And I'm like, in the moment, decided I'm going to die in this bathroom before I go out and reveal what has happened and have to like go to the emergency room for dabbing at a bachelorette party. And you, um, oh my God, can you imagine dying at a bachelorette party? Oh my god, I didn't even think about that part of it. But honestly, that is probably how I will go out, is at a bachelorette party. He died doing what he loved. 
listen, she's been, I, I've been in 13 weddings. So <gasps> this is like my, my regular. Wait, that romantic comedy has already been written, but also let's get the Chris Burns version. I n- listen, I'm saying because I've never got to wear 27 dresses. I'll tell you that much. Hello. Wait, I do need to go back to the weed of it all because listen up. I have had a journey myself with like thinking I was going to die. And the long story short is that when I was like the first job I ever had, like acting job I had, I was doing um, a tour of a children's musical. And for some reason we were like, you know what? In this next city, why don't we all eat weed brownies? And I was like, oh. yeah. And you know what? I'm going to be the one to make them chris never made a weed brownie never even purchased weed on my own i'd always just like smoked friends and so i end up figuring out through a roommate that he had someone so i got it through him i googled how to make it i made it myself I it's a the- lengthy process too. it really is putting it into the the butter or the oil and then just like and also when i was doing it, i was like i was convinced i burned it i was convinced I, it wasn't gonna work and so what ended up happening is we eat the brownies at like 8 p.m and our first mistake is we didn't cut into squares or anything. We just like took a fork and went to Oof. town because they were yummy brownies, incidentally. Next thing <laughs> we know, it's been probably an hour. And we're like, mm. fuck, we don't feel anything. And in my mind, I'm like, I ruined this whole experience. They're not going to work. So we did the next mistake, no. which many people have yeah. done, which we, again, without cutting squares, took our forks, went to town again on, on eating more brownies from the stray. And uh, without getting into too much detail, we turned the OC on. And as we're hearing, um, California, here we come. I look behind me and one of my friends is fully green. No. And sitting with her hands wrapped around like her knees up to her chest. And someone's like, are you okay? And she's like, this isn't good. And then someone's (laughs) like, you look like Alphaba. She then goes. What a compliment, though. She was like, she was like, I wish. Never. I was going to say, I wish I had the range, but she has a gorgeous voice. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been iconic if she had made that joke in that moment. While she's completely like about to pass out, (laughs) so she ends up going. She she's throwing up um, by the toilet the entire rest of the night. And then, while this does sound dramatic, I promise you, I'm not over exaggerating we start to feel so high that we feel sick and our bodies start to convulse like we start like like having twitches in our bodies and what ended up happening is the people the people thought i maybe laced laced the brownies they were like in their paranoia from feeling insane they were like what did you put in these i was like i promise (laughs) i promise it's just weed and we end up i fall asleep sharing the room with alphaba and every hour i would just look and go are you okay and she'd be like (laughs) "Uh," because i thought she was dead and we were i was high for about 28 hours wow you must have put a lot of weed in those brownies I, i think i put a lot in and ate a lot yeah that's we like five or six years ago i had a similar experience of eating a full cookie that had a a skull and um crossbones stamped into it too and i (laughs) ate the whole thing and then i was like i'm not feeling anything and then i had another and then i was sitting on a patio in brooklyn talking to this girl but she was talking so much and in my head she wasn't talking to me i thought she was talking to like the party (laughs) around me and I turned to my left and I was like, who is this bitch talking to? And then she like got up and stormed out. And I realized there was no one else on the patio. And it was just her and I. And Wait, then, I'm picturing you just like talking to air next to you. Who's literally talking to? She's like, Chris. Yeah, she was very upset. And like, then I was like, I should probably go. It's so late. And I got an Uber home. And all I remember is that I left my apartment for the party at 730. And I was like laying down in bed. And I was like, it must be so late. And I looked at my phone and it was like 1017. And I was like, wow, I was there for literally just enough time to get really high, offend someone and leave. Wow. Well, you know what? She she only needs an hour (laughs) to get fully... (laughs) <laughs> to get fully high enough to uh drive a woman 
insane to tears but listen it's very relatable because i think i told the story once with jay cohen but what ended up happening on my on my bachelor party actually is we had cookies that we didn't know how strong they would be and i was very much affected and at this restaurant i like put my plate into a my face into a plate of pasta i was like about to pass out from the (laughs) the the cookie and i was carried out by a couple people and as they were calling the uber i said oh my god what time is it because again i thought it was 11 12 yeah um it was 807 see and then the next day you're still high probably because i'm always like in that moment i'm like oh i'm gonna sleep so good and i do but then the next day i'm like okay well i guess i'll cancel the weekend (laughs) (laughs) well i guess i'm booked till tuesday Uh, like i mean truly i actually didn't after the um the the on tour brownie moment i didn't smoke for a solid two or three years i i said i was done i was like i actually have Mm. no desire to do this and then i eased myself back into it and now like especially in the pandemic world i really need i need that i need that support same i mean i didn't do it like all through college and stuff i was a late a late bloomer so it didn't start until i was like 22 and then Mm. when you start something at 22 like it's a commitment so here we are uh nine years later before we move on to another topic i just need to know do you prefer uh, like an oil pen do you prefer like the flower do you prefer an edible what's your jam i prefer flower i guess if i had to choose one for the rest of time um or an edible the pen is great but it makes me feel like i don't know how to explain it kind of like only high in my top of my brain interesting and not the rest of your body which is weird and then like flower makes me feel just like nice and then an edible makes me feel like i'm melted into the couch like uh like those anti-weed commercials (laughs) used to be and i'm like i am that girl only fatter (laughs) you're like goals bitch (laughs) oh my god well i want to say that i was um looking at your twitter and i you said like it, clearly i'm 31 when these are my google searches and i just want to read off your searches because it's um uh quite a collection <laughs> you have energy drinks that feel the most like adderall how to start a company with bad credit how to start a company with bad credit and no money how to start a company gay population fairbanks alaska <laughs> What happens in a sensory deprivation tank and deprivation chambers of NYC? Chris, we um you doing okay, babe? Do you know what I found? I found that the de- deprivation chambers in NYC are like $90. They don't really explain what happens in there. Um so I didn't get an answer to that. Uh I posted this on Insta and it just started a fight in the comments over where the gay population lives in Alaska whether it's Fairbanks or Anchorage. And then, so I don't have an answer on that either. Um, so you pissed off the gays of Alaska? And I, I haven't started a company. So, you know, I'm still Googling. Um, I've, I feel like I've pissed off the gays in Alaska a couple of times before. I have, <laughs> I have like a, a, an odd obsession with Alaska. It's like my dream destination. I, I watch anything that has to do with Alaska. But whenever I've posted anything, that says something about being gay in Alaska, I either get people being like, there's tons of gay people here, or I get people being like, there's no gay people here, don't come here, you'll hate it. Have you been before? I've never been, no. (laughs) So it's definitely a fantasy that we hope comes true. Yes, I I, I really do. I don't know why, I just always have. I really want to see like a moose in real life. Listen, you're an outdoorsy gal. You want to meet like a really cute Alaskan that has like a soft parka you can cuddle up against by a fire. You want to see him in broad daylight for 23 hours a day. And you maybe are going to go fishing into a hole that you put into a little ice, an ice lake. Yeah. So who knows? You know, I'll either go out crashing through the ice in alaska or at a bachelorette party bathroom (laughs) so really spinning the wheel (laughs) what about the the company you want to start do you are you are you comfortable saying maybe what that type of company would be or is it all under wraps well it wasn't so much that i have a company idea i was watching the real housewives of um, potomac and um wendy is starting a candle company right and so then i was like if wendy can randomly start a company i bet with twenty thousand dollars 
I guess I could maybe figure out how to start a makeup company. And so then that's where it came from. And that's why I was Googling it. But it already seems like too much. But listen, I really can see this for you. I mean, even if it's not today or tomorrow in a month, like I bet you, you would have an amazing makeup line. Oh, thank you. I hope the thing is, I also with Wendy talking, are you familiar with Potomac? Oh, absolutely. Um, Wendy talking about how she wants to start a candle company. I feel like unless you're like Yankee candle or, uh, something like that, it's kind of not worth it. So while I would also like to start a candle company as well as a makeup company, they're both on the back burner for now. <laughs> I get that. But listen, like if, if if you were to come out with a makeup line, it would not be the craziest thing. I think the fact like when Trixie Mattel was doing like, okay, a country album, okay, a makeup line, a lot of the time I was like, huh. And it wasn't that I was doubting her. I was just kind of like, where is this all gonna go? And then it looks like it looks like Trixie's doing pretty okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um, it's very like Lisa Rinna. That's what I'm like. I'll take any opportunity that comes my way. And what are Lisa Rinna's um the 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 things to call that she sells on QVC? Like the dust. Oh, dusters. She loves the duster. Yes, the dusters, and then like the um she has like a sweater thing too. Right. But listen, I have to say, like with all the starting of the businesses, like Wendy, will her candles do well? Will Robin's hats do okay? It's really anyone's guess. I mean, Robin in the most recent episode was like the the hat company has popped off, but I can't get out of bed to pack the things. And I was like, if I was somebody waiting on my hat, I would be like, Robin, get out of bed and send me my hat. <laughs> Where's my camo hat? Where's my camouflage hat? that you cut the picture of Karen from. <laughs> what a shady, shady. I mean, listen, Karen to me is everything. And everything. I'm no matter what she does, I'm on her team. Um, oh, yeah. I, the thing is, like, I really could talk about Potomac. Like, the fact, like, do you think Ashley and Michael Darby are actually A, okay, or B, like, going to stay together for another minute? I think that... Especially in this season, there seems to be less tension. I feel like there's been an agreement made that's like, okay, go fuck your boys. Uh, Are you talking about Michael going fucking his boys? I think Michael's fucking his boys. Yeah. And I think Ashley's fucking whoever she wants as well. Or she's just like tired and being a mom and working and stuff. But uh, I can't imagine they'll stay together for very long. She re-signed that prenup. So I'm like, she's got like four more years. Oh, right. Yeah. Because remember, she like... Get the maximum, get the maximum reward. Yeah. And she she like re-signed or re-upped the prenup to make him feel better. Right, right, right. We'll see. But see, this is what I find so interesting about all these shows is like how like you watch someone have a product and you're like, oh, what would mine be? Like when I watch Shark Tank, I'm always like, what? Oh, I, you know what? I bet I could I could do a great pitch. What am I pitching? I have no fucking idea. But there's also do you I have you been watching on Netflix that show the reality show about Orthodox Jews? Um, no, I haven't. I didn't realize it was a reality show. Yeah, it's, I think it's called My Unorthodox Life. It um, is. I thought it was like a, um, like a docuseries. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, or a scripted? No, so it's actually, it's fully reality TV. And the long story short, the reason I bring it up is because the matriarch of this family was a very orthodox jewish woman that wore a wig all that the whole nine and then she ended up at like 40 leaving the community and being like you know what i'm gonna i love fashion and she started a shoe line and within a year it was in she said like seven countries and then like not long after that she became the head of elite models i believe like the biggest modeling they oversee so many agencies and i was like okay i understand that like you are a powerhouse but how the hell does one do that yeah is she still orthodox no she's like left the life behind and what's really cuckoo bananas is that she has like four children and the oldest one is really struggling because she was in that community for the longest Mm. and there's an even even a plot point like the first episode that she puts jeans on and her husband is like it's tough for him to see that because in their upbringing women are not yeah. allowed to wear pants and it's a struggle for him and I've seen a lot of polarizing views about 
uh, how people in that community feel. Um, like, like I'm Jewish and I'm definitely not Orthodox in any way. I grew up conservative, so like middle ground. And like I was kosher and I was bar mitzvah and I still celebrate the holidays, but I'm definitely, I just love yeah. brisket, you know, like I'm like that kind of Jew now. But I, I, it's, she makes a point, the mom of this family that I really agree with is that fundamentalism in any religion, whether it's Judaism, um, Catholicism, you know, whatever it is, it can be very dangerous. And yeah. it's tough to see people of your own religion, like have, making women feel like second, treat them like second class citizens. And I don't know why I'm, we're getting into a religious talk, but it just, <laughs> I took us there. Chris. No, no, I, I get it. I was raised Catholic, um, but we're not very, religious anymore uh like when i was like 15 we just kind of stopped they closed the church in our town there was like it's a smaller town and there was like 22 uh catholic churches and they were like this is insane because there's like 20 people at each one so they closed down like all but two including ours and then we kind of just like stopped going and my dad was like this is stupid <laughs> we're over it um i bet a lot of people did that i bet a lot of people stopped going to church in your town then oh yeah it was I, I mean i i think so but i think they kind of already were starting to stop and that's why the whole thing uh kind of crumbled mm. but listen i love brisket i've been to many a seder i i i really live for the oh the a brisket. true ally yeah there i mean really there is nothing like a good seder if you have prop work if you're giving story if you're giving matzo ball soup if you're mm. i mean that's the reason why i like i want my kids to have that delicious food too and so i think i want to be like this is the religious part like you should know about but like let's all take it with a grain of salt yeah fair i think that's that's also a very um housewife thing where they'll be like well god will guide me you fucking dumbass bitch and it like <laughs> well that's like, like on below deck right now where lexi like the villain are you watching below deck i'm not actually oh my chris it is I, holy bonkers the long story short is she acts like really unhinged and then she's talking to her mom about quitting and her mom's like don't quit you know what will god say and then she's like he won't be happy but he forgives and then she's like goes on to be a like heinous bitch he forgives i love she's like that's what confession's for i love that her mom thinks that god cares um if she quits her job on a yacht, on a, on a yacht, on a reality television show, what will God say if you break your Bravo contract on this <laughs> Croatian cruise? Like honestly, though, God probably is involved in those contracts. Who even knows? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> God, Andy Cohen, same thing. Amen. I'm dead. <laughs> I do also want to bring up that you know, speaking of like super yachts, one of your tweets was they say money can't buy you happiness, but I've never seen anyone crying as they board first class. I mean, I flew to Vegas and it was like five hours delayed, and that's where that tweet came from. Um and it was the worst. And you know when you have to walk through and then you can like look at first class? Oh yeah. Oh, it's just so I've never flown first class. I imagine it to be just like if i was in first class and the plane started going down i'd be fine <laughs> i'd be like honestly we'll probably survive <laughs> i don't know about the poor people in the back he died as he lived in first class amen put it on my tombstone <laughs> <laughs> but like truly i that feeling when you walk through first class and you see everyone like basically leaning back in their king-size bed and they're being like they're like a flight attendant sucking their toes and telling them how gorgeous they are i'm like <laughs> how much does this cause according to the internet a lot but <laughs> I think it's a lot of free upgrades, is as I understand it. Oh. It's like a lot of like heavy flyers that get upgraded to to first class. Because I'm like, are people literally buying four thousand tickets to fly from New York to Las Vegas? Because right. that is fucking insane. Well, listen, something to aspire to is we have enough miles or money to get into those chairs and die rich. Amen. <laughs> from our mouths to delta's ears delta yeah delta economy uh ears so you actually there was another thing that was around this speaking of having money these people that are always going for their botox treatments i actually 
your your tweet brought up a um a conversation with matt where he actually revealed that he found a deal for botox and he wants to get in on it and Mm. i had to be like you don't you don't need this and it actually turned into a bit of a fight and i actually think that that might be uh the first bonus episode i do for our patreon which is uh this week's fight between me and matt about him getting botox because i i don't think he needs it I okay here's my my stance on it I have this one like line when I my forehead scrunches here and the only reason is because when I do my makeup it cracks and it makes me fucking crazy because it'll like look so good and then all of a sudden I have this like fault line across my forehead so I was like maybe I'll do a little bit here but the realty also my friend who is the one that said that I, I have been needing Botox. She's a nurse and like may or may not have some Botox in her freezer. So she like will give it to herself when she needs it every now and then. So I was like, okay, I'm ready to get some Botox. And I said just here. And she was like, well, if we do here, you also will have to get like some between your eyebrows because it like sinks your forehead. So then you have to get it like in your eye, uh, eyebrows to like lift it back up so that also made me a little bit nervous so we'll see i haven't done it yet i'm also nervous about not sweating out of my face anymore where is it going to come out of <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> chris where do you think it'll come out of like, i have no idea i have a friend who got her armpits lasered so she could stop sweating and then her butt just sweat like a fucking mad person and i was like that's my worst nightmare i mean listen i guess it kind of makes sense if you plug one hole like it has no choice but to go out a different orifice i mean can you imagine you're just like like what if like your your urethra is just full of sweat that's like who knows where it comes out of aye, aye, um, aye. Listen, you're... botox is a tough i get it because i know that it's temporary and matt you you literally were quoting matt because he was saying there's just these two lines by his eyebrows that he doesn't like and i was like you could not be more beautiful and in less need of this and he's like it's preventative i was like i see that people say that but we have a friend who ha- has really really horrible migraines and like has tried everything and the doctor actually said that the botox would be uh, a something to try so she tried it and we had dinner with her like two days later and she said to us she was like it's helping my migraines and i'm really excited and like look i can still move my forehead and then she proceeds to do this which is yeah. her just making a face <laughs> where nothing moved and we were like <gasps> and she, we start to smile she's like what's going on i was like um girly your face is frozen i mean like she (laughs) could not move a brow yeah that's also my fear because sometimes you'll notice lady gaga will like be talking and the only place you can see moving is like her hairline like way back here i do notice that is that from botox yeah it's because it's all botox so it's like only moving where she hasn't gotten botox So we'll see, because you know she's a. Sh- I I have big expressions. I don't want to ruin anything. Hello, that's what pays the bills. But we'll see. Um, my parents are also like, I could never tell them. They would think it was the most insane thing in the world. Like uh, once I mentioned Botox, and my mom was like, "Oh, that was like what your grandfather got in his back when he was dying because <laughs> it like helped his like muscle pain." <laughs> and oh, I was God. like, "Yeah, but I just want like a little bit, like give me forehead." <laughs> you know, this one, this is different, mom. <laughs> it, what, it's not different than Gramps. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Wow. Well, what a, I mean, much to consider with the Botox of it all, but. I do, I do want to go into the famous podcast question. Uh, Chris Burns, Fat Carrie Bradshaw. I want to ask you, whose fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame? So I'm going to blame, I'm going to blame two people. Um, the first is, do you remember the episode of Family Matters that had Donna Summer guest star? I would assume not, because no one ever has before. I don't, but I re- I did watch that show, and I love that show, but I don't remember the Donna Summer guest appearance. So she... This episode came out in 1994, and I only know that because like, you can YouTube the exact clip that I'm talking about, and I've, I've watched it so many times, but she comes in, and she's supposed to be Steve Urkel's cousin, Una from Altoona, and they call her Cousin Una from Altoona, and it's the episode where 
the police precinct that Carl works at needs money or something. And so they're having a karaoke contest. But it's like a full out show. And Cousin Una from Altoona is supposed to be like this really nerdy, like, loser. Like, even Steve Urkel's like, she's such a loser. <laughs> and everyone else is like, I can't believe there's two Steve Urkel's. And then it comes time for her to perform. And she like switches from loser to Donna Summer singing Last Dance. <gasps> and it's like just so iconic. And everyone's like, you know, it's it's Donna Summer. And this was pr- in 94. So she was like past her, you know, height of fame. But everyone, it would be like a Paula Abdul thing, I feel like now. <laughs> like when Paula Abdul guest stars on a show. But if she was like someone's geeky cousin and then she won a dance contest. And you'd be like, what is Paula Abdul doing here? And then she starts dancing. You're like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I didn't know who Donna Summer was. But then I like found out her name and then I walked to Kmart to find a Donna Summer CD. And I was like 11. And I remember asking them <laughs> if they had a Donna, Donna Summer CD. And he said, no, but we have Jessica Simpson. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I got Jessica Simpson. That'll get the job done. I mean, there's so many questions here. Like, was Donna Summer in like geek drag? Like, was she, does she look like Urkel? Yes, and they have it. Well, they basically she had like big Coke bottle glasses, and they made her like walk hunched around, and she had to talk like this the whole time. And then when she starts singing, she starts like, "Am I even worth half a dance?" <laughs> to know, and then like like switches in the middle of it, and then you know it's just such a good episode. And then also, this is another random reference, but do you remember the? the show on vh1 it was like a reality show called the surreal life i believe of course with paris hilton and nicole richie not the simple life oh fuck the surreal i think it was called the surreal life it was basically like big brother celebrity before big brother celebrity it okay the surreal life sounds so i need to get a visual it's like what Amarosa was on. Oh, yeah, I did watch this. <gasps> like that was I think when Janice Dickinson threatened Amarosa with a knife, that was on the surreal life. Oh my god, I haven't thought about this show in so long. And like the um Mini Me from Austin Powers was on it. Vern Troyer, and then there's also um that <laughs> porn star, that that gross straight guy porn star. Oh, yes. Um, and then Flavor Flav and what's her name? Brigitte Nielsen. Right. They had like several seasons, but there was one season with Marcus Schenkenberg, who's like uh, a male model and like, or was a, like, he was like the male Janice Dickinson. Sure. Um, and him and Janice Dickinson actually used to date, I think. And so did him and Pamela Anderson. But anyway, he was really hot. And I looked up pictures of him when I was like 14 or 15. And then there was pictures of him standing under a waterfall with like just covering his um, package with his hands. <gasps> and the number of times I would sneak down in the middle of the night and Google that picture. Oh, my God. I mean, I have to, you're like bringing me back to like those devastating moments when you see these insanely hot guys and you're deep in the closet and you know that it's like in your mind not a great place to be gay not a great world to be gay but your feelings are so intense like for me while i know in today's world justin timberlake is not like the guy we want to be with but his cover of either rolling stone or he's shirtless Mm. and he's very like bronzed and tan and you can see Mm. like the light blonde hair going down his happy trail and like his cum gutter lines (laughs) i would stare at it for hours yeah yeah no there there was definitely i i feel like i kind of had a crush on jerry seinfeld during i know which is not, I mean, actually knowing myself now, it's not that weird that I did that. Okay, wait, but, unpack uh, it, unpack it. What about Jerry? What about Jerry? I, I like a, like, um, nebbish, uh, neurotic kind of vibe. Oh, so you really do like brisket. I really do like brisket. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, at the time, you know, I'm like, Elaine is so fierce and Jerry's, like, hot and then in my i didn't come out until i was 21 
So like it was a journey. I remember at 15 Googling how to um, mute just the girl during porn. <laughs> Wait, like mute just her voice? Yeah, because I was like, I don't want to hear your screaming. I just want to hear like uh, uh, uh. the grunt. <laughs> yeah. And I remember like looking it up and I'm like, I guess you can't do it. It was so disappointing. <laughs> You're like, the technology is so behind. Because I, I was mean, like, I'm not gay. I'm not going to watch gay porn. Whoa, this is so funny. Okay, I know people listening to this have the same experience because what I would do, I, know, I don't think I've told anyone this, is that I would go to a website that I doubt exists anymore. It was called jackandworld.com. I have been on it. Oh, no! <laughs> It's so embarrassing. It's literally techniques of how to masturbate. And I was like, I am not gay. Listen, everyone in this room, I'm not gay. I'm learning how to jack off. I'm learning what other guys do. And then from there, I would watch videos of guys jacking off because I was learning their techniques. And Wait, then that's I was like, literally, yeah. I remember Jack and World has like stories. They have like um testimonials of people like yes. telling their jack off stories. And I would read them and I would be like, it's not gay. It's It's words. It's not gay, it's words. It's like, you know, Call Me By Your Name is a straight book. <laughs> it's a book. It's a book, um, it's just words. <laughs> oh my god, I mean, listen, I um would read, from there, I would go to nifty.org. Did you ever go to that website? I don't think I've ever made it to Nifty. Okay, so Nifty has like full-on erotica, and I, at this point, was in full denial that I was just actively pursuing gay... <laughs> erotica and porn but i was like no i'm I'm just like watching these two guys jack off together no 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 i'm just watching like how they masturbate with that guy's asshole i was like literally just like doing whatever i could to suspend my my oh disbelief. totally but the erotica was like really a lot of big fantasies that i would have that you would just be reading about and i just could not stop myself from pouring over jackandworld.com nifty uh i wonder if jack and world still exists that was that really got me through some times i'm like too afraid to look because i if it, also if am. it if it doesn't i'm gonna be sad but also if it does i'm gonna be embarrassed so i don't think it's a win in I, any scenario i know watch it be like it, they sold the the address to something else or something because it was not a good website it looked like a google like a like, like somebody pulled up a google doc <laughs> like a wordpress someone made in two minutes i mean yeah it it really wasn't well run but it did provide such a service to me and i do want to publicly thank jack and world um because honestly listen, same thank it, you jack and world i remember oh yeah i don't know if i should i mean this is really disgusting and graphic do it there was a technique on jack and world if you're in my family listening to this just like skip ahead a minute i'm nervous about what you're gonna say it's not that I, weird I, it's just like it's just i like think i know what you're gonna say so, oh my god i want you to guess before i say it what do you think it is is it like putting lube in like a sandwich bag and then putting it in the couch so that would have been option b i, I <laughs> definitely remember that this isn't that but they definitely said to do that and oh and i remember the stuff about they would say put two pillows together yeah and i was like i don't think that'll work no. I never, I never tried those. I, my parent, I would have been fucking murdered if anything happened to the couch. I will not confirm nor deny anything, but <laughs> I will, I will say that there was one technique they said that was where you, instead of just jacking off, you put your hands together, like you clasp your hands together, and then kind of create suction, and then you like fuck your own hands. <laughs> Honestly. And I was like, do I don't people remember do this? reading that, but that's like a good tip. And I'm sure the name was like Parisian Bridge or like something. Yeah, that like was the just... knuckle fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that sounds like a movie we should write. The knuckle fucker. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh my God. I'm, I can't believe that Jack and World was viewed by more than one person. I cannot believe I brought it up and you're immediately just like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I haven't heard of that or thought of it in like 10, 10, Same. I almost said You're 10 like, years in like tw 20 yep. years. <laughs> they also said like, you could fuck a zucchini or something. I was like, okay, these are going too far. But like cut uh, to me being home alone and opening my fridge and be like, but like, I was oh like, yeah. And they had like melon, like you can fuck a melon. And I'm like, yeah. okay, where am I getting a melon? My mom needs that. <laughs> My mom's putting a gorgeous summer salad together. <laughs> How are we going to have our prosciutto? Uh, yeah, gosh. Uh, so much. So much there. What a what a vulnerable moment for both of us. I do want us to proceed into a, a, a question that 
I don't know you have the answer to, but I hope you do. What is happening with Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker? You're really good about updating us, and I just think it's... I just really think that it's not going to end well. You know, people are crazy. Let, let me be clear on this one, because no nobody or very, very few of my following knows Kourtney Kardashian in real life. And by that, I mean probably like one person. <laughs> So then when I post things about Courtney and Travis and I get an influx of people being like, why can't you just let them love? And I'm like, okay, they really do not care about me at all. They don't know that I exist. They don't know that you exist. So like, it doesn't matter. Um, and honestly, they might kind of like that you're talking about them. I feel like Courtney listen she's punk now she likes she likes people talking shit it's the uh the opposite of her family yeah i don't know i don't think it's gonna go well i think hanging out with megan fox and machine gun kelly like i feel like courtney is the um gonna be like the bullied girl who you remember in the craft when they first tried to get that one girl to be a witch i've never seen the craft don't be mad Oh my god. Well, there's like three girls who are witches and they're like, that loser, let's get her. Um, and then she turns out to be a better witch than all of them. But uh, that's kind of the vibe. I'm like, Megan Fox is going to like lure Courtney somewhere and then they're going to spray paint the school and get in trouble. You're right. You're right. But it's going to happen with higher stakes because she's a full on adult person who has children. <laughs> and that's also the thing. Like, her kids are old enough to know what's going on and see p videos of their mom sucking Travis Barker's thumb online. Yeah, that makes that's the, what makes me sad is like, this is not the time, I think, for this. Ex I love an experimentation, but like that would be like me like in five years, all of a sudden, like, I don't know putting on like a harness and then uploading videos to Twitter of me getting fucked in an alley. <laughs> but And it's like, you can do that just don't put up the videos do you know what right I mean? and also like and if i have three children i definitely should not put up the videos yeah who's waking up mason to go to school you know <sighs> oh my god that is like the saddest image i mean i'm sure there's however many nannies involved but yeah i, I just it's so public it's uh, it's bizarre that it's public and also kim and travis had a thing before so the fact that courtney and him are so involved i forgot about that that's even weirder i mean it's all so nuts but it also makes me wonder like like obviously you have like a gorgeous big following and i assume it's only going to continue to get bigger but let's say you reach like to really big levels of fame do you have a vision of how you would feel like do you would you be super private about someone you're dating would you be okay with like a little bit of press here and there like what what do you envision for your fame this is a funny question i think that it would obviously depend on him but like i would not want to be with someone who wanted to be like public and that's how my whole family is like my brothers don't even and never have had like facebook or anything like they don't understand what i do at all um they don't have instagram no they have like nothing like that they don't even have like 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 anything they, they have like google phones it's not not insane i'm sh i'm sh i'm really sh i mean that's kind of beautiful for them but also like what is it like for you like how does it feel for you and what do they say about what you do like when you say i have all of the this following is it hard for them to understand that that's really tough to do? Or are they like, awesome? I think they think it's like kind of neat, but like they don't. And my parents also don't have anything. And so my mom now especially will be like, oh my God, my friends are texting that like this video, like send me the video. I can't watch it on the thing. Um, and now she wants to make an Instagram and stuff. And I'm like, listen, you can follow me, but I don't want to hear anything about anything <laughs> because also like, obviously my Instagram is uh, a more intense. I'm not actually as crazy as I make myself seem. Right. So that works out. But like, I have a lot of cousins and stuff. So a lot of it gets back. And my sister-in-law is on everything. So it gets, it gets around, but yeah, my brothers are like truck driving, um, you know, upstate loving 
people. So we're wow. very different. But it's so I really relate to you because, you know, while my brothers are not, I think, as different, there's definitely like being in like the entertainment world that's like so removed. And like I have this big thing happening that like it really is just like an audition thing that like is a good opportunity that like I now know when I tell them about it. I'm not going to get it. Oh my God. Wow. It's like, they're just like, Oh, that's cool. And I know, and I know for them, they know that it's cool, but it's like it, yeah, it's hard to translate certain things, but you know that the support is still there. But I think years ago I used to be like, no one understands me. I think, yes, I feel the kind of exact same way where I'm like, I could win an Oscar or I could, um, fix the floors in my house and it would be given the same, like, wow. (laughs) like cool that's great um which honestly i really have come to appreciate that it's like so they really don't care about anything like that but it's definitely it's definitely interesting like my older brother i had done an ad for queer eye like an instagram ad for the the new queer eye when it first came back and somehow my older brother misunderstood that as i was in the new queer eye and so he texted me after watching like four full episodes of the new queer eye (gasps) and was like what episode are you in i'm halfway through and i haven't seen you and i was like what i'm not in fucking queer eye (laughs) wait can you imagine your brother wait what episodes just like I literally, I'm like, I can't imagine. Well, in the movie version of it, he starts to cry and he loves the episode. And then he just like becomes fully obsessed with Queer Eye. And he's like, honestly, you know, Jonathan Van Ness, I know he's like a big personality, but he really is talented with those shears. (laughs) I think him and my sister-in-law ended up finishing the series and I didn't even watch all the episodes. And here you are promoting Um, it. I mean, look, that is such a gorgeous story. We love, we stand an ally. And and that being said, I really did love the new queer eye I am. yeah listen it's very good Anthony did you watch so we're hot. here on hbo i did i really loved we're oh here. my god we are here if anyone listening to this has not watched we're here on hbo it's like bob the drag queen it's eureka so shangela they go to different small towns and they help uh lgbtq people be embraced by their families and communities through a drag performance and it's just oh yeah so good. it's so good every episode is like happy tears it and is sad tears and he- like- and healing because it's like if you're living in a small town or from a small town or just or just queer in any way it's like you kind of yeah. wish you had a fairy drag mother like these people did yeah i say start on the episode i think it's um each episode is like the name of the town. It's in New Mexico. And that one is like, I just love that one so much. Oh, I'm going to rewatch. And also I like full transparency. I am trying to get Bob the drag queen on the podcast. And his, uh, people said that he was filming the second season, but after that, hopefully. So like, that's exciting that hopefully it'll be done soon. It'll be out soon. And then hopefully I can talk to Bob about it here. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Also good. Look at Eureka on two TV shows at the same time. Just really thriving. Who knew, who knew that Eureka was going to be a breakthrough, but like, listen, every time I see her, I'm like, I love you. Yeah, she really. I also love her. She knows I, the gig. She knows listen. the gig. Eureka, you found it. I'm here for it. Yeah, and th- I just like I aspire to have that. Just like loosey goosey, like I'm just gonna be myself and just like say magic lines just because it's a Tuesday. Yeah, literally. <laughs> well, before we uh, say goodbye, I, I have a r- very important question, Chris. If the world was ending and you could only save one character actress, who would you save? Oh, um, probably Catherine O'Hara. Oh, wow. I really, really love this answer. And I actually don't think I've heard it yet. Do you, can you name off some of your favorite Catherine O'Hara shows or moments? Um, Best in Show. Yes. Waiting for Guffman. Absolutely. Um, obviously Shit's Creek. Uh-huh. Um, Give Me Home Alone. Give Me Home Alone 2. 100%. I think her, her performance in Home Alone just like screaming Ugh, that, her, I mean, that Kevin is gone. And then when she, I just have the vision of her at Rockefeller center, uniting yeah. with Kevin by that Christmas tree with her like beautiful red mom haircut, gorgeous um, red hair. 
Oh, and in A Mighty Wind, I think she's just iconic. Wait, is but, A Mighty Wind, is she, is that Mitch and Mickey? Yes, she is. Oh my God. I, I haven't thought about uh, that in so long. Waiting for Guffman, I think, is probably my favorite. When she's drunk at the um, Chinese, Chinese food restaurant, and it's supposed to be that they're fucking uh, real estate agents who have never left the town that they live in. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, no, they're, yeah, they're travel agents that have never, have, they, they book trips for people, but they've never been out of the state. I mean, he's like, well, I went to, what, Jeff City once for, uh, surgery yeah. because it, it was penis, penis reduction. Cause it was, yeah, his <laughs> penis was too big. And then she's like, so waste. And she's like, what's it like being with an uns, with a circumcised man? And it's this like incredibly like conservative Jewish couple that's just like, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> it's, yeah. I would definitely, I think, probably probably that. I would have to go. I think that's a brilliant answer, and I really, 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 really love it. Um, listen, uh, before I officially uh, stop the recording, Chris Burns, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film? I didn't prep you on this. I just need to have your answer. Oh, God. Well, Sister Act 1, the original, I have to say. But... um obviously i love sister act too and i'm a big color purple fan i've i've seen the movie many times i've read the book i've seen the musical several times so listen and also uh youtube videos of her on the view fighting with elizabeth hasselbeck oh yeah we <laughs> Who love Whoopi shutting shit down especially when elizabeth hasselbeck is the, the 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 source of it i also will tell you that the most i ever cried in a broadway theater was seeing cynthia revo in the Ugh. color purple i was like like shoulder oh, shake cry i i was yeah like projectile tears were come when her and jennifer hudson were standing together i'm like jennifer hudson is like my like I, I live for Jennifer Hudson. Me and too. So I came for Jennifer. I stayed for Cynthia. But like, listen, Aretha comes out in like two weeks. The movie. <gasps> You're right. Oh my gosh! So much to look forward to. Aretha, uh, Cynthia Revo. I'm sure will. They should make Cynthia Revo's Color Purple musical into a movie. They're doing everything else oh, with a movie musical. They really should because I haven't watched the Aretha show that Cynthia is nominated for for an Emmy. That was like on, I think, some random channel. Oh, but yeah. she was nominated for an Emmy. But also, if her and Jennifer Hudson had beef before, I can't imagine that they don't now. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, God, I, ho- I, I hope not. I hope they're okay, but we can only assume they're not. Listen, I got it. I, I hate any other fat, talented gay people. So, <laughs> if if I was Jennifer Hudson and everyone was like, "Who the fuck is?" I would be like, "Who the fuck is this bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, well listen i am so uh, happy you came on that's a gay podcast and if you're uh, do you have anything you want to plug before we, we stop recording um you can follow me on insta fat carrie bradshaw listen to my podcast middle children and everything's there fat carrie yes oh thank you so much thank you I don't know about you, but I just could not be more obsessed with Fat Carrie Bradshaw, Chris Burns. Make sure you're following him at Fat Carrie Bradshaw and following me at Eric Wills, E-R-I-C-W-I-L-L-Z. And the podcast is at Gay Ass Podcast. There is a lot going on in this gay ass world. Um, but I will say that if you haven't joined the Patreon yet, it really is so amazing. And if you have joined, holy shit, I'm so grateful to you. The fact that so many of you are already there and and I cannot wait to get that bonus episode up really in the next few days. The, the goal is by Friday or Monday at the latest. So again, so grateful for you that are all on this gay ass journey with me. And it's just been unbelievable. I love you all. Have a good rest of your week. And come on, we're, we're getting through this. It is August. It's hot as hell. And you know what? You're hot as hell. Bye. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 